Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to this impromptu edition of the Manchester is Red podcast. <clears throat> Me and Samuel Luckhurst are sat here recording this uh, episode uh, in the Old Trafford press room. We've just been at the Munich Air Disaster uh, ceremony today held at Old Trafford. And we're recording on a Tuesday afternoon, of course, the 6th of February is the day that unfortunately 23 people in 1958 perished in that disaster, the air crash in Munich. Um, Samuel, it was a really moving afternoon. Some lovely tributes from people involved and connected with the club. And it's really important that these people are remembered. It is. And the, I think the, the important thing about these ceremonies is that it continues to educate new generations who are unfamiliar to the uh, Munich air disaster. I certainly think I was about eight or nine when I was first first aware of it. You saw the one of the under-13 players, say, who did very well giving the speech and would have been born. It's in, very brave. What, that wasn't he standing up? And yeah, he, he'll have been born in, what, 2011 or, or 2012. And uh, to, to give a speech there, and he, he said, "In it, I was, I was too, I wasn't, I wasn't alive then." And of course, a lot, a lot of people weren't. But at that age, uh, it, it does kind of hit home how how careful United are and and how diligent they are in, in ensuring that young players are made aware of the Munich air disaster. And you go to Old Trafford, the Munich Tunnel, that we walk up every every home game to get to the the media centre. Um, that that opened in 2008 to commemorate the 50th anniversary. Just the the statue of Sir Matt Busby. He's synonymous uh, with with Munich, and of course he he, he rose from or well, United rose from the ashes of, of that wreckage, and that, that that is part of his legacy. In that, ten years later, having endeavoured and tried to do the absolute utmost to win the European Cup in 1958, they did it ten years later, and that was his. That was mission accomplished for him. And I, I think I first came to one of these in 2015 and Louis van Gaal uh, made an impromptu appearance and I was probably the only journalist there. Today, of course, you saw the amount of uh, videographers, cameramen, uh, journalists as well who assembled. And of course, there was some high profile attendance uh, today. It's not every year that that the major investor in the club is there. That, that Dave Brailsford, Trouts Ferguson as well, Brian Kidd, 
Eric Ten Hag, Bruno Fernandes could go on. But it, it does feel like it's a service that is getting more prominence year after year. And that can only be a good thing because we're that that disaster. It it happened sixty-six years ago. And I remember in the in the build up to the sixtieth anniversary asking someone at United what the plans would be. And they said there there will obviously be something, but it won't be as high profile as the fiftieth anniversary because it that felt it still felt like yesterday, um, that one. It was, it, it, everybody could remember that. It was, and 24 hour news was, was, was booming and people could access news a lot quicker. Social media, I wouldn't say it was in its infancy, it was quite prominent with some of the sites. And of course, that's gone from strength to strength in terms of, you know, today the guy said that that service was beamed around the world on MUTV. And if you go on the United website, you could have watched it for free as well, which is, is great, of course. And as I said, that's that, that's the best thing about these these services, and they're fan led as well. And that that service went on for the best part of an hour, it was pouring down with rain, but it was a it was a fantastic turnout. I mean, there were people of all ages there. When I got out of my car, there was a a lady with a red and white bar scarf, and it, it looked like it was sixty six years old itself. And that's it's these occasions it hits it hits home like you know you go to these get go to these um services and you do see people who will have remembered the disaster as well and that's that's united at its core you you see a lot of nonsense with united we go on match days and we see tourists or we see people with cameras who really have no place to 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 be there and wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell you what, where the munich plaque is or wouldn't be able to tell you what the munich air disaster was but today, that was like I, I remember after that 60th anniversary, writing a piece, and I think it was tied to like, the Munich Memorial Service brings out the best in Manchester United, and that was the case again today. Felt the same at uh, Sir Bobby Charlton's funeral. Actually, I came across the Old Trafford report mm. on that. Spoke to a few uh, senior fans who actually were there to watch Bobby Charlton each week. He was given a mention toward the end of the ceremony, um, along with other people connected with the club who have passed away, which is really nice. Um, it was Rev John Boyers who led the ceremony. He's been connected with the club. Obviously, he was the, the former club chaplain. Um, you mentioned Sir Jim Ratcliffe, uh, the investor. We were informed a few hours um, before the ceremony that Sir Jim Ratcliffe was attending, Sir Dave Brailsford, um, Sir Alex Ferguson as well. Of course, Eric Ten Hag, along with Brio Fernandez, and Mark Skinner and Kathy Zellum to represent the women's team. But I think we should just focus on Ratcliffe for a moment there because after years of absence, ownership of the Glazers. It, it was a really encouraging, a, a really positive sign to see Ratcliffe there showing his respects and, and really being a visible presence around Manchester. I mean, I'm sure we'll get an opportunity to to speak to him and, and the Munich would will be brought up, but he was he will have been at an age six or seven that he probably yeah, would have been able to remember it happening, particularly if, if you're born in, in Fellsworth. So it would be it would be fascinating to to hear his recollections should that opportunity ever arise. But he arrived very, very quietly, as, as most people would do for uh, these services. He left very quietly. Uh, it was a very dignified service, as you'd, as you'd imagine. But it, it is reassuring as well for Manchester United supporters that they have got someone who is invested in the club in both senses, uh, in the financial side and also the emotional side. And it, it, that, that will go a long way, of course. I, I don't really... I don't look at that remotely cynically like someone trying to do it as a PR stunt. It's, you know, it, it is sincere. There's a, I, I'm of the opinion that with these services, there should be representation at just about every level at the club. I remember when it was the 60th um, Memorial Service at Old Trafford, you had literally the 
every player from the first team, every player from the academy teams, the reserve teams, um, you know, they they all turned up in their droves, and there were probably some uh, junior team members there as well, because of course the the Munich air disaster it isn't it is indelibly linked to the academy because it was the, the majority of the players who passed away were uh, academy players at United and they came through the ranks there. So that's why they have these educational programs for uh, for the young players and the young players are made aware of it at a very early age of what it means. And, uh, and that's so important, isn't it? Yeah. Teaching the young lads in the academy about the club, about the history. Yeah. It's the, the values and the meaning of Manchester United and they're taught that from a, a very young age. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've, I've been fortunate and privileged to, to be here when it was the the game that fell on the, the 40th or around the 40th anniversary, which was against Bolton in 98. And then, uh, of course, the, the 50th anniversary, you had the Manchester Derby at the weekend. I think that was played four days after um, the, the actual date of, of 6th of February. And there were those evocative images of the Barscars being held up and the United players coming out in their retro 50s kits. And it was, it was probably one of the worst performances I've, I've ever witnessed from United live. but. Uh, you know, it ends up working out quite well at the end of that season. But on that day, the image of them coming out in those kits, it was very moving. And I think it did stir a lot of souls inside the ground who, um, who did remember that team in, in 58. As I mentioned, obviously the ref, John Byers, gave a mention that some people have passed away who were connected with the club. And Lady Kathy Ferguson got a lovely mention toward the end. And I think I spotted Sir Alex Ferguson just bowing his head and kind of murmuring thank you because everyone kind of brought into applause at that moment. Oh. I just thought it was a really touching moment the spot. Um, anything else to add, Samuel, to end? No, no, I, I mean, you, you you were slightly more to the left of me, but that's, um, you know, that's one, well done for observing it, but two, it's a, it's a nice, it was a nice touch from the Reverend. I thought he, he, he led the service impeccably and, and obviously it's... Uh, I think it's almost become, like you, you see it, a lot of clubs, They'll they'll have a designated game where there's a minute's applause for the people or you know, staff or former players or legends who've passed away. This is almost United's equivalent. It, it doubled as towards the end of it, where of course Gordon McQueen was was mentioned and Ian Sterling, who was part of the Manchester United Supporters Trust, was mentioned. There are other people mentioned who people will have known about. People people might not have known of. And as he said, if 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 nobody's name has been mentioned, I'm sure you're thinking of them yourselves so it was yeah it was impeccably done um I, I i've been passing that plaque god knows how many times since i was probably eight years old and uh everybody who has, has been to old trafford uh a number of times knows where it is and we all know where we were going today and it was just as i said it was a great turnout I spoke to we were speaking to someone from from the club earlier and when they arrived here they saw the turnout and they thought oh the, maybe the weather's going to be a deterrent and it won't be as as um the high numbers that they're used to but uh i wasn't here last year but just looking at the images it seemed like it was possibly a bigger turnout this year than last year despite as i said the inclement weather because it was it was to, it was just a torrential downpour and it didn't stop I spoke to mike sullivan uh, as i was coming in and he said the same before it was a very good turnout and he was obviously yeah last year um thank you for your time Simon. no thank you Stephen. Thank uh, you. thanks to listeners we'll be back for another episode later on in the week So now we move to our 66th Munich Day Anniversary Remembrance Event. Ladies, 
gentlemen, children, fellow supporters, employees of Manchester United, United fans and football fans from around the UK and around the world. We welcome you all to this place under the Munich plaque at Old Trafford, where for many years those tragic events of the 6th of February 1958 have been remembered. I'm Rev John. I've been honoured to have served this club as their chaplain for over 26 years since the summer of 1992. Although I'm now retired, I've been asked again to lead the Munich Day Memorial event on this, the 66th anniversary of the tragedy. I'm delighted to help. So on behalf of Manchester United, I thank you for gathering this afternoon, especially in this weather. And whether you're here in person or joining us via whatever broadcasting medium you are using, we welcome you all to this solemn and reflective event. No doubt, like yourselves, I'm so grateful for the way each year, on February the 6th, this area becomes a place of remembrance. Here, supporters of this great club gather to recall and reflect. And you always listen respectfully as we hear in songs and poetry of those who died because of the tragic crash on that slushy Munich runway on a cold grey afternoon in 1958. This is appropriately a serious and solemn time. I'm simply here to emcee all that is planned and we follow a familiar pattern. Pete will sing, poems will be read by Katie and Steve and representatives of the Under 13 Academy squad. I will introduce our act of remembrance when wreaths and the Munich 58 tribute book will be laid. The roll of honour will be read and a memorial silence will be observed across the time of that tragic crash, 3.04pm. Pete will sing again and Alan will read another poem to us. I will lead us all in further remembrance and a closing prayer and Mike's left a vote of thanks. And then I'll conclude our time here with a short blessing. So we now continue with Pete Martin, who will sing The Pride of Football. And he hopes you all join in. The words are in the booklets, and I hope you can find them there. Pete, will you come and sing for us? <coughs> As Rev John says, if you've got the word and you feel like joining him, please do. So many years since you were taken, the pride of football, our busby babes, we've shed our tears and watched the news reels whilst you have slumbered in your graves. Though life's moved on, the wretch continue. We've plumbed the depths, we've touched the sky. Our memories of the flowers of Manchester, like Man United, will never die. 
Roger Byrne, our worthy captain, Jeff and Eddie, Salford Brave, David Pegg and Tommy Taylor, Mark and Liam, such pleasure gave. For all you men, you football stalwarts, death was instant, life was gone. For 15 days of pain and struggle, mighty Duncan lingered on. We don't forget the other victims, United players who survived. Some played on achieving glory, some too injured to make the side. <clears throat> Our thoughts now turn to all non-players. This tragedy was theirs as well. The wretched grief for friends and families so far removed from where they fell. You are the strength and inspiration for those who play your roles today. We look for flair and pace and passion to play the game United's way. Though life's moved on, the Reds continue. We plumb the depths, we've touched the sky. Our memories of the flowers of Manchester, like Man United, will never die. Come on, will never die, will never die, like Man United. We'll never die, we'll never die, we'll never die, like Man United, we'll never die. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pete. Now, Katie Cavana will read two poems to us, please. Katie, can you come to the platform? Thank you very much for that. My name's Katie Kavanagh from the Yemeni Yemunicare Disaster. Thank you all for coming today. There was a group of young boys with passion and with skill, with courage and with pace, they'd attack teams at will. An opponent player's nightmare, but a manager's dream. The Busby Babes I were known as, or what a team. With Matt as their father, he had allowed them to play. Flowering football, Steely Grit was a show on display. But they relished the challenge and a much bigger test. So they ventured into Europe again to play against the best. But a loss of innocent lives that the club was about to mourn. The dreams of the players and fans would be shattered and torn. How great they could have been, tragically I will never know. Due to that dark day in Munich on that heavy slushy snow. It shouldn't have happened, and we will ask ourselves why. But their spirits will live on, and their memories will never die. So rest in peace, as God has dealt your final fate. To all the Busby babes and the staff lost in Munich 58. The lads they played a simple game. 
after seeing them, you could never look at football the same. Champions of England, all homegrown, but known far and wide beyond their home. On the way back from a, tra from a trip, tragedy struck, which made the world believe United would slip. But through the ashes, the flowers regrew, and Manchester United became a new. New faces, new names, new heroes too. But the Busby babes, we will never forget you. Although so long you did the part, no length of time will ever heal our hearts. So least we forget that flowers grow through the ash. You will never be alone in the past. For the flowers of Manchester shall live on, not just on this day, but past tomorrow's dawn. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Keddie, for reading those. Uh, Steve Douglas will now come up here and read his poem to us. Welcome, Steve. Thank you, John. Great turnout, folks. Thanks very much. This is just called Busby's Babes. On the snow shrouded 6th of February, 1958, the Lord Burley ambassador took off an hour late. From Belgrade to Manchester, after a three-all draw, they landed in Munich to wait for a thaw. Europe's top cup, the semi-finals now waiting. Sat on the runway, cold hedgings hesitating. Up the slippery steps, banter and card schools were dealt. Potluck where they sat for a tight seat belt. The BEA 609 rode into life, while Bella Miklos held tight to his wife. They rolled twice through deep slush to 85 knots. The pressure gauge was low, the plane had to stop. All off for a brew. Mark Jones lit his pipe. Late going home, but nobody griped. They fastened their overcoats down the stewed tea, due now for liftoff at 15.03. Captain Thane and co-pilot Ken slowly revved up to 110. The boys thought of home, seeing their girls. Brave Billy Whalen said to his pals, well, if this is the time, I am ready. As the ex-RAF crew held the kite steady, they attempted to take off the final third. Engine strained to gain a soaring bird. Past the return point, the plane slushed offside. Skidded through fences across the white tide. A German home, a garage, bedeviled their slide. The airspeed 57 just lay on her side. Great keeper Greg made the best saves of his career that day. Despite his day's fear, he rescued Vera and Vesna and went back for his teammates to help pull them clear. Eight Busby babes became ageless that day. Young men forever, in heaven they play. Captain, Roger Byrne, born leader from Gorton. Pendleton's finest fullback, Jeff Bent. Snake Kipps Eddie Coleman from Oddsall was the youngest that went. Doncaster lad, David Pegg, on the left, out wide. Dublin's fleet flooded, Billy Whelan inside. Mark Jones, Yorkie centre-half, to turn back the tide and Dudley's Colossus, Big Duncan, stood firm alongside. Barnsley's Tommy Taylor led the front line, accompanied by our old boss, Walter Crickmer, trainer Tom Curry and team coach, Bert Wally, who magic sponged the shins when they got hurt. New dad, Bella Miklos, Van Willy Satinoff, Captain Raymond, and steward Tommy Cable now, now sit on God's top table with Frank Swift, and seven of his sport writer mates still typing up the big match updates. Red Star pleaded with UEFA, please respect and wise up. 
Awards United the Champions Cup. Alas, a 5-2 with Milan ended our run. A heartbroken semi, it was over and done. Winger Johnny Berry, half-back Triggy Blanchflower broke their bones. They lost football in power. Lucky to rise from hospital beds, never again pulled on Red Devil Red. Other scarred babes healed, played on to glory those names. <clears throat> Led by Sir Matt and Jimmy Murphy, it's football's acclaim. Brickwall stopper, the new skipper, Billy Folks. Thunderboots, Sir Bobby Charlton. Keen right winger, Kenny Morgans. Artful dribbler, Albert Scanlon. Deadly in the box, Dennis Violet. And gifted goalies, Harry Gregg and Ray Wood. All these players did everything they could to honour those boys up in the sky and keep the red flag flying high. So God bless them all. Thanks again, Steve, for reading that. In a moment or two, I'm going to ask one of our under-13 academy players to come up and read a poem. You need to know that our academy scholars are introduced to the significance of the Busby Babes and the importance of that tragic Munich air crash as part of their wider Manchester United education. We are so pleased that our academy, in the form of the under-13 squad and many members of staff, are involved in today's Munich Day Memorial event. So Joe, Joe Dayton, would you like to come up here, please? You'll need to be quite near to it. Wasn't alive when the Busby Babes played. Wasn't alive when they went to Belgrade. Only no stories that have been told, memories that have grown old. A group of boys with passion and skill, with pace and courage, they would attack teams with will. Bryant, Jones, Edwards, Taylor, Coleman, Whelan, Pegg and Bent, playing like it was heaven sent. But the loss of innocent lives that the club was about to mourn, the dreams of players and fans would be torn. Shouldn't have happened and we ask ourselves why, but their team spirits will never die. No matter what colour, blue or red, on February 6th, we remember the dead. Not the easiest for a member of the under-13 squad to come up here and read that in front of you all. Well done, Joe. We're about to move into our formal act of remembrance. So please stand in silence and with great respect as various wreaths and the Munich 58 tribute book are placed down here. Uh, we have three wreaths to be laid and the first will be laid by the two managers. Eric Ten Hag and Mark Skinner. Uh, these are the managers, as you know, of our two senior teams, and they will now lead the tributes by laying our first wreath. Thank you.
Thank you. And now representing both of our senior playing squads, we have the respective captains, Katie Zellum and Bruno Fernandes. Pantain and Joe Dayton again are going to bring another wreath, a wreath that represents not only the under 13 squad but all who are involved with the Manchester United Academy. So, Nathan and Joe, could you come up and lay your wreath, please? Finally, uh, Steve Douglas will come up in a moment and place the Munich 58 tribute book here as well. Uh, Munich 58 is an organization, uh, many of you will know Mike and Elaine and others who are involved in it, uh, whose passion is to inform and explain the significance of the Munich disaster in the history of Manchester United. And, and the tribute book remembers those great players and all that they achieved and perhaps thinks about all that they could have achieved had it not been for the 58 Munich crash. Steve, will you lead by laying the tribute book, please? continue in respectful silence as we listen to the roll of honour, the reading of the names of all those killed in that tragic air crash. Today in our hearts and before God, we remember the eight journalists, Alf Clark, Don Davis, George Follows, Tom Jackson, Archie Ledbrook, Henry Rose, Eric Thompson, and Frank Swift. We remember others who died. 
Captain Kenneth Raymond, the co-pilot. Tommy Cable, one of the stewards. And Bella Miklos, the travel agent. Yet United fans particularly remember those who were part of our club. The staff, Walter Crickmer, the club secretary. Bert Wally, who was the chief coach. The trainer, Tom Curry. And Willie Satinoff, a, a close friend and keen supporter of United. And perhaps especially, we remember the eight Busby babes who so tragically died as a result of the Munich air crash on the 6th of February, 1958. We remember Jeff Bent, Roger Byrne, Eddie Coleman, Duncan Edwards, Mark Jones, David Pegg, Tommy Taylor, and Liam Billy Whelan. Today in this place, we remember all of these lives which were ended far too early and so tragically in Munich. I can't easily explain tragedy and disaster, but the words of the Old Testament book of the Bible called Ecclesiastes are pertinent. We read there, the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned, but time and chance happen to them all. Moreover, no one knows when his hour will come. As a fish is caught in a net, or birds are taken by a snare, so men are trapped by evil times that fall unexpectedly upon them. The writer is saying we cannot explain or avoid disaster when it comes. But later on in the same book he says, however long you live, enjoy life and remember your creator before you get too old and fear God and keep his commands. And in the same book, a little later on we read, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Today we have gathered here because this is a time to weep and to mourn. So we stand in respectful silence for a minute to remember all those lost in the Munich air crash of the 6th of February, 1958. Let's bow our heads. 
Today we have remembered those who were killed in the Munich air crash. And we will continue to remember them. We will remember them. Pete Martin is going to sing for us the flowers of Manchester. I've been singing this song since I was 16. That's nearly 60 years ago. And then on the 50th, I always remember it. Then on the 50th anniversary, there was a, an announcement over the club PA, which drowned us out, so I had to start again. And I very nearly missed a verse out. So ever since then, I've always had my lyrics in front of me. Again, if anyone knows it wants to join in, please do. One cold and bitter Thursday in Munich, Germany. Eight great football stalwarts conceded victory. Eight men will never play again who met destruction there. Flowers of English football, the flowers of Manchester. Matt Busby's boys were flying, returning from Belgrade. This great united family are masters of their trade. The pilot of the aircraft, the skipper, Captain Thane. Three times they tried to take off and twice turned back again. The third time down the runway, disaster followed close. There was slush upon the runway and the aircraft never rose. It ploughed on through the marshy ground, it broke, it overturned. And eight of the team were curled as the blazing wreckage burned. Roger Byrne and Tommy Taylor, who were capped for England's side. <clears throat> and Ireland's Billy Whelan and England's Jeff Bent died. Mark Jones and Eddie Coleman and David Pegg also. They all lost their lives as it ploughed on through the snow. Big Duncan, he went too with an injury to his frame. Johnny Berry and Jackie Blanchflower will never play again. The great Matt Busby lay there, the father of the team. Three long months passed by before he saw his team again. The trainer, coach and secretary and a member of the crew. Also it's sporting journalists who with United flew. And one of them was Big Swifty, who we shall never forget. Finest English keeper that ever graced the net. Oh, England's finest football team, it's record truly great. It's proud successes mocked by a cruel turn of fate. Eight men will never play again Who met destruction there The flowers of English football The flowers of Manchester Thank you.
let's let's move on, if you may. But thank you for the solo. Uh, we, we've got Alan Jones with us, who's got a poem. Uh, Alan, you're you're new to the Munich uh, Memorial events. Come on up and read your poem, please. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is called Munich Remembered. Red Star Belgrade made the final game played in the reign of the papers be babes with a 10 3 3 draw on an aggregate score. The babes had scored five, Belgrade only four. Flying home undefeated, their mission completed. They landed at Munich with a need to refuel. They relaxed as they waited, some talked and debated, some were reading and some playing cards. Then they boarded the plane to continue again, still so unaware of the nightmare that came. Abandoned, aborted, two takeoffs were thwarted, the passengers silent descended again. They returned to the lounge, heavy snow falling down, convinced that they'd cancelled the flight. Fifteen minutes, no more, they were hauled back on board. No laughing, no joking, as the twin engines roared. Destiny calling, the speed needle falling, they ran off the wrong way. They ran out of time. Roger Byrne, Jeff Bent, Liam Whelan, David Pegg, Tommy Taylor, Eddie Coleman, Mav Jones, Walter Krigmer, Bird Wally, and the trainer Tom Curry, and a further eleven surrendered their souls. Four gravely wounded. Mad Buzz be included, Duncan Edwards and the co-pilots would soon slip away. The Munich survivors came home and inspired us, rekindled the flame in our hearts. Though the decades have passed, all those memories last, of a team so supreme we can only wonder of what might have been, but they're with us, it seems. Their spirit still drives on all of our teams. Let the red banner fly, Busby babes never die. They're alive in this theater of dreams. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alan. We are soon to draw our time of remembrance and reflection to a close. It has become a custom for us also to remember others who have died since we last gathered in Munich Remembrance, whose unique contributions to the life of United, both known and unknown, will be sorely missed, and whose past dedication continues to inspire. So let us remember with respectful silence the contributions made to Manchester United 
by Sir Bobby Charlton, player, board member, ambassador, and worldwide legend. By Mark Pearson, who made his debut against Sheffield Wednesday in that game almost straight after Munich. Gordon McQueen, whom we recruited from Leeds United, who played 184 games for us. Ian Sterling, described as late and great for the way he gave his life to the club and its fans. Tom Clare, fan, writer, historian, storyteller, an enthusiastic advocate of United. And John Murphy, the eldest son of Jimmy Murphy, who died on the 1st of February, aged 85. And we remember too, Lady Cathy Ferguson. She was the one who built the home and encouraged the family and was the foundation for Sir Alex's amazing career in football. And we also remember Franz Beckenbauer, whose respect for Sir Bobby and his club we wish to reciprocate now. And in quietness, you will remember, as I do, individuals who you know because they were supporters, they were season ticket holders, or perhaps stewards or car park attendants. Perhaps they were your regular companion as you made your visit to Old Trafford. Perhaps they were the ones who had the seats next to you. They may have been small cogs in a big machine, but for you, without them, the machine now is not what it was. We, re we remember these folks too. And in the quietness of your heart, be thankful as I prepare to offer a final prayer. So if you feel able, please bow your heads for a few moments as we remember all of those who have passed on since February last year. And if you feel able, please keep your heads bowed for the final prayer and blessing and maybe join with an amen at the end. Our closing prayer. Gracious God, here this afternoon, we have remembered all who perished through the Munich air crash, but particularly have recalled those linked closely to our club. Together we thank you for them, for their contributions to United's history, for the memories some have of them and the stories others have heard about them. Today we pray for your peace and your grace to touch all lives still mourning, still pained by that tragic loss in 1958. And hear our prayer, gracious God, for all who have been bereaved since we last met. Some we have named out loud, some we have named in our hearts. 
We bring them all to you, God of grace, God of love, God of hope. May you comfort each one of us with your eternal compassion. And may we find in you mercy and peace and hope and strength for the future. Lord God, hear our prayers. And may the blessing of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with all who mourn, with us who are gathered here, and with others who are listening to this event today around the world. May you all know the peace and grace and love of God for you and over you and in you. Amen. And as we move to our conclusion, I'm... I'm going to read Mike's closing words to us. I've been asked to read this at the end of the gathering. So these are from Mike. As you close today's event, we'd like to express thanks for Munich, from Munich 58 to a number of people. The first line is a bit embarrassing. To Rev John for leading today's tribute. And then it goes on to Katie and Steve and Alan and the under 13 squad and staff for their involvements. To Pete for leading the singing. To Michael and Adrian from United who helped with the logistics of the event. To our senior team captains and managers for all your involvements today. To the team from Group Property Services who have erected the platform and set up this area for today's event. And finally, a huge thank you to you, the fans, for supporting this event. We look forward to being with you next year. Now, because of Mike's words, I'm not going to express thanks again to all the contributors and the club staff who have done so much to facilitate this event. But on behalf of us all, you know who you are and you know that your part in today's memorial event is deeply appreciated. Let me also express thanks to MUTV for utilising their expertise by broadcasting today's Munich Memorial event to the world. And last, but by no means least, we thank Mike and Elaine and all involved with Munich 58 for all they do to keep the memory of the 6th of February 1958 before us all. And finally, on behalf of Manchester United, allow me to thank each one of you for being here or for tuning in around the world to be part of United's memorial tribute to the flowers of Manchester on the 66th anniversary of the Munich disaster. Your support on these significant occasions, on match days and throughout the season is important to this great club and Manchester United, uh, United thank you for your strong and lasting commitment to the Reds and, and a final thought from me I, I would encourage you to remain full of hope it is amazing that after a hugely strong and talented and, and young team was lost at Munich Ten years later, United's team was rebuilt and it won the European Cup. Now today is about a great sadness 
we have remembered together a tragic chapter in the history of Manchester United. But the years after that tell of hope and of glory that replaced despair and mourning. And in that next chapter of the United story after, United, uh, after Munich, surely we find hope. I say to you again, remain hopeful for your club and its future. And I close with a blessing. May the grace and peace and blessing of God, who is Father and Son and Holy Spirit, be with you and remain with you today. And may God bring lasting joy and lasting hope to your lives. And may the light of Christ dispel darkness and light our path to eternal glory. Amen. Thank you for being here.